Welcome to the Sports Marketing Machine Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Neiser. In the last episode, we talked about six opportunities or tweaks that you can make that lead to higher open rates, a higher click-through rate, and more sales from the emails that you send to your fans. From the day of the week, the time of the day, talking about consistent messaging from emails to landing pages, and then keeping your email list updated regularly by exporting it out of your ticketing software or in and into your email software. Sometimes they're connected, but oftentimes they're not, and you would have to export it and import it, right? If you have not listened to that episode, be sure to go back at show number six. Today, we're going to talk about three not-so-common emails that you can send to your season ticket holders, and three that you can send to your single game buyers that lead to higher engagement and help you build a strong fan base that responds when you send out messages. When I say higher engagement, I mean a better, stronger connection with your fans. So we've been on this topic of email marketing since we, well, I started this podcast. There's been a lot of topics covered related to email marketing, how to make small adjustments to sell more tickets. There's a saying that says, the small hinge swings the big door. In my mind, email marketing is your small hinge. It has the highest return on investment in all of your marketing. So that's why I've spent so much time talking through these little tiny tweaks because they make a huge difference when you send out an email and they will help you sell more tickets. Next week, we're going to start talking about how you can consistently grow your email list and doing it not just during the season, but some ideas you could do it during the off season. All right, so the three emails for season ticket orders. Number one, number one, welcome emails to season ticket orders. You just signed up a new season ticket holder or membership holder. Send them an email of what to expect from the email communication that you will be sending them during the year. Include or mention exclusive opportunities that you're going to be sending them that will be listed out. Sometimes you'll have the schedule of when these events are. Sometimes you won't. Things like season ticket holder luncheons, meet the team events, baseball They Sometimes we did batting practice. Those types of things. List them out in there so that they know and can expect those things to be communicated and shared with them and their exclusive opportunities just for them. If you don't have the dates, that's okay. No big deal. Just list them out. Another thing you can put in these welcome emails to season ticket holders is if there's special parking instructions or special entrance locations. Those things are important because they continue to make the season ticket holder feel special. The welcome email is also designed to say thank you and welcome them, welcome them to the family. So you might want to film a video with staff members or players, or if you're in college student athletes, just saying thank you. You put it in the video, put it in there. It's a nice touch and season ticket holders feel appreciated because uh, that you sent it to them. So make them feel special. Film a quick 20-second video of just some folks saying thank you and send it to them as part of that new welcome email to season ticket orders. All right, tip number two, over-communicate changes. Season ticket holders, membership holders, they like to feel connected and nothing drives them more frustrated or mad than a lack of of communication. Believe me, I know 21 years of experience tells me that you just got to over-communicate to season ticket holders. Over-communicate changes that include how they receive tickets, how they can send tickets to employees or friends, 
what the new bag policies are within your facility or your ballpark. If the food stands have changed, think about it. Season ticket holders who have been with your team for many years are creatures of habit. They eat at the same concession stand. They walk in the same specific way. They do things a specific way. They're creatures of habit. So if you move around your food stands and now offer something different, tell them ahead of time. So when the things get changed, they get grumpy. But if you over-communicate it ahead of time, they can get re-acclimated to what's happening inside of your ballpark, specifically with food, how to send and receive tickets. A lot of season ticket orders are a little bit older. So this new technology of how you send and receive tickets can be a little bit confusing for them. So just over-communicate it. Try your best to, to, and I don't want to say dumb it down, but try to make it easy for them. So big thing. Tip number two, over-communicate changes. And then there's the third tip here. Now, back in the uh, in minor league baseball where I worked for, for a long time, there was a moniker that we would put on your ticket sales team members that called them out essentially for not building relationships with their season ticket holders during the season. We'd call them Mr. or Mrs. October. Essentially, they only showed up in October to try to renew them or sell them something new. They would not build a relationship during the, the season, and they just showed up, and they were Mr. October or Mrs. October trying to sell someone on buying more tickets or renewing or what have you. Use emails during the season to keep your season ticket orders engaged with content, opportunities, and more, most importantly, just checking in. Obviously, you're going to be walking out there or some of your season ticket team members who are, are managing these accounts are going to go out there and do some check-ins, but sometimes just check in. One thing that you could do as part of that is send a survey, a mid-season survey or after the first homestand survey. Sometimes you just don't realize some of the things that have been changed. You don't all always get all that information. So make sure you're checking in with the season ticket orders throughout the year. Surveys are a great opportunity to get some unbiased feedback that they're just going to unload and give you everything. So there you go. Three, four season ticket orders. Here are three, four single game buyers. Tip number one, know before you go emails the single game ticket buyers. This is huge for large promotions games. So if you're in minor league baseball or hockey, it's great to promote Great for promotional nights, soccer, it's great for every single game, college basketball, same thing, right? So what is a no-before-you-go email? So if you have new bag policies or some things that have changed inside the ballpark as it relates to the health and safety, how folks are, are up scanned in, what time gates open, some of those things ahead of time, a lot of those frequently asked questions are really great to communicate to fans ahead and they'll appreciate the heads up and it actually leads to a better game day experience. There's nothing more frustrating as a single game buyer that I've got my bag full of my goodies or whatever it is that I wanted to bring in with my kids that I get to the gate and the person at the front gate says, no, you can't bring that in. What would be great if they already knew ahead of time? Sure, a lot of fans are not going to open the email, but you've put the foot forward to be able to communicate to them ahead of time. So what you would have to do is you would download all of that single game buyer list for that upcoming game and you would do it the day before and then you would send it to those fans. You're going to miss some folks. Some folks are going to buy tickets if it's a Saturday game and you send it out on Friday. Some folks are just going to miss it because they're going to buy tickets in the afternoon or on Saturday. But try your best to be able to do that. If there's a way 
for your ticketing software to be connected to your email software, I would set that up as an automation. I can help you with that if you have some questions, but that's a great way to just over-communicate to fans beforehand. That's a no-before-you-go emails to single-game buyers. It's especially great for your big promotional nights uh, in minor league baseball in every game for like college hoops and soccer. All right, tip number two for single-game buyers. Here's an email that you may not already know about or have tried. So post-game emails. This was a great way that uh, we used it in the past to sell incremental tickets. So it was perfect for basketball and soccer. So here's how this works. Immediately after or shortly thereafter a conclusion of a home game, I'm talking like an hour or two, you put together an email to send out to the single game buyers that came to just that game. You include a quick recap from the game, and it may be the game story that your your PR team has already written, or it's just a couple things saying, hey, this person scored this, we won, this was what it was. That would be great to put that on an email. Then you put a link to buy discounted tickets it's to an upcoming game and it may be a month from now or two weeks from now or, or three weeks from now or a game that you really just want to try to sell a few more tickets to. Most cases, I would also put a time limit on it that says, hey, this, this special opportunity for this discounted ticket is only going to last within the next 48 hours and the discount code would expire. So what happens with this is this concept hits when the iron is hot. Fans just had a great experience at your game. Maybe you won, maybe you lost, whatever it may be, but they had a great experience and they enjoyed it. They really had a great, great time. And you send them this to be able to see if you can get them to come back out to another game, but you're only sending it to the people that got came that night. I did this in minor league baseball for a fireworks night. Most folks are going to come to that 3rd of July or 4th of July fireworks night. And that's typically one of the biggest, if not the biggest game of the year for a lot of the minor league teams across the country. But what you want to do is you send that out to them and try to sell for maybe another firework night or another giveaway night or something like that. In most cases, specifically on that 4th of July or July 3rd fireworks game, it's a lot of families. So trying to figure out a promotion that you could get them to to target to want to buy tickets for for that at a discounted price. When I say discounted, you only want to get it down to what a group price would be, not below that. It's not a flash sale, just a slightly discounted price. And then from there, what you're doing is you're just selling incremental tickets for that upcoming game. You could do this actually after every single fireworks game and then target folks for the second half of the season if you really wanted to. You could really be creative if you're in minor league baseball. Soccer, it would be great to sell a game that may not be a really big one later in the year. You could do that basketball we did this when we were playing Gonzaga you would target those folks to try to sell them to another game and other games as well so that was such a great opportunity post game emails send them immediately after a game with a special offer and that uh, special offer only lasts for like 48 hours and that discount code or that link would expire all right third tip that you could send email to a single game buyer that you might not have already done Highlights on social media. I did bring this up on the last podcast episode, but it's worth repeating. You are pumping out a ton of content on social social media, TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. You're doing so much and you're trying to get more and more people to consume it. One way to be able to do it, it it's really sending fans 
in your email these clips. So you got to get these fans to consume a little bit more content and it's especially great for the folks who experienced them at the game. So what you might want to do is send an email with a highlight clip in, on one of your social media channels. So here's an example. You would go over to Instagram. Here is some uh, an exciting clip from the game or from the series or some fun things that took place. Maybe a goofy in-game promotion that you did. Something like that that's really humorous and fun. And you would send that clip to them and, and you put it inside of your email and you would email it to them. What happens is those fans that click the email, click the link, watch the video, it sends to the algorithm of that social media platform that this content is important and it allows you to continue to grow it and they're going to share that video in front of more and more people. We all know that your organic reach just posting on social media is simply just not enough. If you've got 10,000 followers on social media, maybe only 1,000 see your content. But this is a great way to continue to get more eyeballs on your content, drive new followers for your content, but also feed the algorithm of, social, of that social media channel so that they have the opportunity to put it in front of more people. All right, three takeaways for today. For season ticket holders, set the stage about communication via email right from day one. Once they become a new season ticket holder or renewals have happened, I would 100% send them an email about of what communication will be like through um, the emails that you send them. This tells the them that the emails from you or the team are important. Season ticket holders like to be in the know. They often can... Um, they often can be a little grumpy when they, uh, they don't receive information. So it's important for you to just share information with them and communicate to them early and often about what's happening with the team, but not just what the team, things that might interest them and that uh, actually gives you a better chance to renew them as you get closer to the end of the season. All right, tip number two. Give uh, folks, fans, an idea of what to expect as it relates to the game day experience. So we talked about a few moments ago that know-before-you-go emails to single-game buyers. This is great for sports organizations who do not play as frequently as baseball. This is great for college basketball and soccer as well, who may only play twice a week. Post-game emails are another great opportunity to be able to sell tickets to an upcoming game. But give fans an idea of what they should expect as it relates to the game day experience. All right, third tip. I want you to continue to think about ways you can communicate with your season ticket holders and single game buyers without asking them to buy something. What else could you do? One of the examples that I gave you here was highlights on social media. That's a soft sell we're all familiar with soft selling is you're not necessarily asking them to buy right then and there, but what you're doing is you're getting them more engaged with the content and ultimately helping you build a stronger engaged fan base. So what else could you do? Share information maybe about a new food item, feature stories, share videos that you share on social media. All of these are just soft selling tactics that help you build a more engaged fan base. And a more engaged fan base means they're going to buy more tickets. So if you're not sure where to start or just need a little bit of help, some additional support, here I am. I'm here for you. Head on over to sportsmarketingmachine.com, schedule a call. I help sports teams of all sizes sell more tickets and grow their fan base. Until next time.